0: Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Thank you for taking the time to listen in today on episode 5 of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. Today we're going to be talking about cartridges and calibers. And I know the two guys that I have with me, Brad Dana across the table and Brian Martin to my left here. I know they are going to be absolutely enthusiastic about this. Brian had a spectacular idea and it it was going to have each one of us pick our favorites and uh, why they're our favorites. And then that'll open up this can of wow for all of you, but I think you're going to like it. And uh, I, I loved Brian's analogy on the last podcast. So if you didn't listen to that, you should go catch up on that. But, his analogy was that, I, I think, men and rifles are like women and horses. Exactly. Because uh, if you're a true horsewoman, you might rather take the horse over the man. And if you're a true rifleman, you take your rifle over the woman. Now, I'm not sure that I... Uh, subscribe to subscribe that, Subscribe to that, <laughs> okay? Um, I love well, hunting you. and the gun combined, not just the gun. I understand, but having two kids with a beautiful woman... A rifle and her uh, you know I would probably I would beg her to let That's me That's more of rifle. a hunting guide so mentality. Anyway, yes, it is a hunting guide mentality. But today's going to be great because these are specifics that will help you uh Make better choices and on depending on what you want and really we will give you some personal understanding of them So let's uh let's reverse it from yesterday. Let's start with you. Mr. Martin. Let, let's go. What would your favorite caliber now? Remember, this is your idea favorite caliber favorite cartridge
1: Well, not actually favorite caliber, but but in my opinion what one certain calibers are good for yeah
0: one or two you said pick two uh,
1: Yeah, pick a couple like you'll, you'll pick a dozen like we will we'll leave out Africa because Africa is a whole other can of worms, right? Right, you don't take a 6 Creedmore or a 6.5 PRC to Africa and think that's an all-around gun.
2: What's your What's your day-in, day-out gun in the West going to be with? Well, that's, that's just what most to of
1: my about. stuff, My most of my focus is on sheep and goats and sometimes deer. And so I started out, I was probably one of the first, I was the first person I personally knew to start hunting with a 6.5. So in 2001, I'd been a thirty out 6 dude and a three seventy five dude most of my, uh, well, teenage and adult life. Um... And then I want a little flatter shooting gun, and .308 six was definitely not that flat shooting, and definitely a 375 is not unless you got a turret scope. So, uh, a pretty well known outdoor writer from Canada, Ian McMurchie, some of you guys may have heard of him, really good gun writer. Um, he said, Brian, I got a buddy that uh, builds these custom guns, um, and uh, he has a gun. He's trying to get rid of some of them. That's when the Canada was wanting everybody to register all their guns, and he said, I got too many guns, so he had a custom 6.5-06, which is a wildcat. And uh, we built the ammo 130 at 6 brass and sometimes 270. Um, so I bought that gun from him, and he had two loads that are, it came with like two boxes of 50 rounds. He had a 120 ballistic tip and a 140 Swift A-frame. And he'd built them very, very good common sense so they hit about the same point of impact. And uh, so out to 200, 300 yards, you could use either either load. And if you shot long range, I had zeroed a gun for the 120 ballistic tip. So if I was shooting an antelope or a mule deer or like a stone sheep, I could use that. And then I used the 140 Swift A-frame as an all-around. And that was actually a really good combination. I used that load. I didn't really change much on that for probably about seven, seven or eight years. I just loaded more of the same. And if I needed to kill big, mean stuff, I used the 140 Swift A-frame. And then about... Actually, even probably four. Or five, I, me, I's got to change things. I got what they call a lost river ballistic a 120 grain monolithic copper bullet, and so with that you could sh- shoot a moose in the point of the shoulder at 100 yards, and it would break the shoulder and go into the the far ribs of the gut sac. So it was a pretty good killing gun for a 6.5. Now, when I use the ballistic tips, it had its limitations. A 120 ballistic tip is kind of like I mean, it's kind of like a burger. Um, or like the new Hornady's, but a very small bullet. It wasn't very, uh, normal BC, very fast, 3,250, 3,280. So if you hit an animal in the wrong place at close range, it was a great coyote gun, but not a great, I uh, tried shooting a moose with it once and it took four bullets. That was the last time I ever did that. Um, but so in, in general, that's how I started out with big stuff and went to the smaller stuff. And now my favorite gun that I've been using for four or five years is the 7 millimeter Remington Mag, And the reason I like that is you got bigger bullets now. You can shoot 150s, you can shoot 160s, you can shoot 175s, you can shoot 180s. So it has bullets almost as big as you can shoot with a 300 magnum, but less recoil. Typically a little bit flatter shooting, and um, it feeds really good. It's a it's a good feeding gun. So was my 6.5 out six. So if you're not shooting a magazine or clip, which a lot of the new guns are, and you're shooting like a BDL type uh, type hinge floor plate um, you, you, don't want these really short fat cases. They don't feed as well. And when I hunt dangerous animals and stuff and, in the bush a lot, you know, it's easy to lose a clip. So for me, I wanted that uh, more of a standard cartridge. So I love the seven mag. You can shoot premium bullets. You can shoot tip bullets. You can shoot burger bullets and it has a nice velocity. So if you want to shoot the burgers, you want to shoot the the Hornady ELD match and that, you're not shooting them over 3,000 feet per second. See, a lot of these bullets are not designed to be shot at ultra high speed. If you want to shoot ultra high speed, then shoot a bigger gun or you shoot a monolithic bullet or more of a bonded bullet. Um, I, I, I If I had one gun to hunt with in North America and I had to hunt bears and moose, I have a 300... Uh, that I got from Jim Borden quite a few years ago. It's a Borden Caribou Improved. It's basically a 300 Weatherby. And I would shoot that with 180 grain Barnes or 180 grain cutting edge at about 3200 feet per second. And that gun will literally kill anything that walks. I mean, it's, it's a big, you're shooting a big copper bullet. I can shoot an animal at literally at 10 yards. And I can shoot an animal at about six, 700 yards. Um, most of the shooting I did, I shot my first Marco Polo with that gun and the first ram was 130 yards away. So obviously didn't need that gun, but it can do everything well. It kicks considerably more than a seven mag, but considerably less than a three thirty eight lapua and If you want to shoot a two hundred or two ten you can. but with these monolithic bullets you don 't have to shoot as big of a um, a bullet as you do with like a a lead core bullet because the weight retention is better and Then, if I was going to go shoot
0: I told you everybody yeah. listening, I told you that you would be getting the goods right here they are, so if you 're taking notes, you just keep rewinding. I don't know if you noticed, but he can almost go non-stop 4,573 words in one second. Yeah. But, I mean, there's... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next breath. But the,
1: the problem with the 300 Weatherby Improved and the 6.506, you either have to fire for the brass, or 300 Weatherby brass is a lot more expensive. And so, if you're shooting a 300 win or a 7 millimeter, those are both really easy to get factory loads, easy to load for, easy to get custom loads. Um, you can shoot high BC bullets, low BC bullets. They're not necessarily the most efficient cases. I mean, you're talking like a 7 sawm. You're taking like a 6-5 GAP or a 6-5, um, uh, what's that? Other PRC. G- yeah, PRC. Those are more efficient. They burn less powder. You can get the... Um,
2: so what's your favorite for North America? What did we come to... My favorite for six, North America, 605-644-8000. Six,
0: 605 oh, six, six <laughs> six, oh, six, four, four, You can call in here any day, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and talk cartridges and calibers with the great Brian Martin. <laughs> You too can be involved in this. So just go ahead and call us 605 644 8000, and we have a plethora of information. And if he doesn't have it, Brad Daniel will pick up right where he left off. You heard that earlier in this commentary, and they have it. Boom, chakalaka. So, in
1: a nutshell, favorite caliber sheep, goats, and deer,
0: six, seven millimeter. One
1: of the sevens. You choose the weapon if you want a short Magnum or a long um, or a, you know, the Ultra 28 Nozzler, but I, I, I like more of the standard. Um, 6.5 if you have recoil sensitive. And if you want to shoot a lot of bears and moose and things like that, then at least 30 cal. Because I can tell you, if you're shooting really big stuff, like in Africa, the 7 mil, and for big bears, the 7 mil is not quite big enough. It does a good job, but if you have to do close-range backup work, it's not quite as ideal. But
2: 7 mil is hard to beat.
0: Brad, what about you?
2: What about so I like I like what you said the seven because then then you went into a var, variance of seven because my buddy uh, Scott that I shoot with he shoots a 284 in competition and he's deadly with it same bullet um, that you're shooting with the seven or 28 um, and and I kind of have gone through an evolution I was I was like Tim Taylor you know bigger is better I got the first 300 rum when it came out. And I burned through the powder. Man, did I burn through the powder in the 300 drum? And I loved it. I shot it unbraked for a long time, um, and I can hardly even stand to shoot one now when it's braked. But it's a killing machine. But I think it's more. It's, it would be. It would be just a touch bigger than that. Uh, your Borden, but uh, it's a, It's a little overkill for most stuff. It, and it, it does a better job on elk. I would say. But I I never I tell people not to buy the what if gun. Buy the gun that you're going to use day in day out. And most people day in day out are going to hunt deer. They might sprinkle in antelope, and then they might sprinkle in elk. So it's a deer antelope elk deer antelope elk gun. And then and that what is rapidly when I say rapidly over the last 10 years become my favorite. It's a seven. It's a seven mag, just plain Jane vanilla seven Remington mag. We've played with the 6.5s, and you were basically shooting a 6.5 PRC improved on a long action 12 years ago then is what you were shooting. Yeah, 20, 20 years ago. 20 years ago with your 6.5 at 6. Until and, I and, shot the barrel out. And it's, really not, it's a really nice gun because it, it kicks less. That's what it does. But I, in my perspective, a 6.5 is trying to be a 7mm. So shoot a 7mm. That's a That's yeah.
0: good analogy. I so like that.
2: The, the 6 Creedmoor... In the two we we've been shooting a lot of in the last, I don't know, especially five years. And they are so much fun. They're my most fun gun to shoot. Um, but a skosh on the light side, but they sure do kill a lot of stuff for us. So I would say my favorite's a seven with the right bullet. And that's super important. I, I like that. And, you know, obviously,
0: you, you, the, you, you listening in today, I, there's there's a lot to this. and And these two are in here all day developing load specific flooring clients. Brian and and Brad and myself are always testing them on animals. I don't think there's a better authority in the bullet, what it does, real life perspective, been there, done that, earned that badge, wore that t-shirt than Brian Martin. I love having you on here because of that, Brian. And, and and our partnership and what you do, I mean, you know, from that perspective, and in all sincerity, I, I was having a little fun before, but 605 is the number, or email us, you know, you can at info at rolling, uh, info at info at and we will get back to you. One of these guys will pick up the phone. If you got questions, that, that you, we're no better than helping you get your problem solved and answering your questions. So make sure you call us. Mine personally, guys. My personally, I have to say, um, even though you guys call me a Sasquatch because I'm 6,4 and 195 pounds. And hairy. And, uh, and Harry. Um, the reality is, the reality is, is <laughs> I am a recoil. Sensitive sissy, all right. I do not like recoil for two reasons. One, um, I, I don't like anything that makes me go, "Ooh, that hurt." You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I grew up. I know I've said this a trillion times. I was shooting a bow and a 22 rifle. I like seeing. I like seeing the repercussion of my shot. I want to know where I'm at, what I'm doing. I love the six
2: creed more. So are you? I are always, you a wuss, or you like to read your shot?
0: I, I, I both. Yeah. <laughs> I I personally used to shoot a 22250. 250 kill deer with it, and I know it's a light caliber, but I'm a coyote hunting freak. You guys know that. And I kill more coyotes than, with a 22250 250 than most people have ever seen in their life, and I like that. Now, though, it was, it, it was harder on hair, a 55-grain, 22250 than a 106-grain, 6-Creedmoor, simply because velocity at impact is not hide-friendly. And that six Creedmoor with that 106, 108? 108. I'm sorry, 108. 108. See, I make mistakes. These guys are on it, man, Um, which I appreciate because they will never let me go downrange without the right stuff. So that 108 and that six, I'm, and by the way, you, you listening, I am, I am, I don't need to be. I am not the ballistic king. These guys are. I shoot, I shoot, I shoot. I'm, I'm a shooter, not a ballistics guy. And they lead me in that direction. And I follow, find what I like, and I go do it. There's nothing wrong with that. You can be a great shooter, a great killer, a great hunter, and you don't have to know every freaking ballistic chart caliber out there like you just heard these
2: two. But we're not going to hold it against you if do- you know <laughs> yeah, all well, the there good you go.
0: stuff. 605-644-8000. You got Brad and Brian right here, Dr. Ballistics, and the Mad Max a scientist of uh calibers here. So anyway, and then and, and so lower forty eight, six Creedmore, me personally. So
2: oh the six Creedmore? Six
0: Creedmore. He's like he's jumping oh, so, on the Creedmore
2: bandwagon. So you're gonna take a six Creedmore elk hunting too.
0: Yes. Yep, I, I'm gonna, I, I, I know. I, I, I am totally good with that. I, I don't I, have any I'm, problem. I'm, sh- I'm a double lung shooter. Oh, that's super I'm, fun I'm not of... a high shoulder shooter. I'm just telling you, because you see a lot of these videos. I'm just, I, want to, I want the listener to know that you don't have to be that guy that is pushed on television. Oh. No, 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 hold on. No, 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 it's good. <laughs> because I'm a double lung shooter. I started out with an archery shooter, a Midwestern boy. You guys are Western boys. I'm a right. midwe- I'm the. I'm outnumbered here. Right. I, I shoot both lungs out, want to take the wind out of them. Okay, now I know, I know if I have a bigger caliber and I miss, okay, and, and a, that a bigger caliber helps, but I'm just telling you what I like to shoot. Now, if I was on it just an Alcon, and I, I might take my 7. So when I leave the United States, then I'm definitely going to a 7mm, Right. okay? So I, I shoot the 6 Creed more, then I shoot 7mm, and I still, I still got to tell you the reason I do a 7mm, and I shot a 300 rum for a while, and a 300 win mag. I like 7mm for what you said, Brian, less kick, Follow my shot. And personally, it's a flat rifle. I have them both. What I've done, here's my key, okay? I have them both exactly the same right. rifles, same scopes. So my brain doesn't know the difference between the seven and the six. I just know I'm going to shoot with it. And now my, my my I know windage. I know that because everything's set on my turret. And you guys have helped me with all that. But listen, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to get in alignment with somebody that's better than you at this, you two are better than me at that, okay? I take your advice, and then I find out what worked for me from the genres you liked, and here we go. Does that well, make sense?
2: I, uh, you know, I, I like to do the necropsies, and I've done a bunch on those deer, antelope, elk with the six with the six Creedmoor bullets, and I've been shooting that 110 in my Creedmoor, and, and they're, it's really an impressive, I mean, it, it gets a lot done, but it's, uh, it, I would say it's, a skosh light for a perfect round but it's sure fun to shoot
1: um but there is a there is some monolithic bullets the, the gentleman that that works at that uh, carbon carbon barrel and carbon stock uh, company his name is matt and he is over in south eastern part of south dakota and he says with a new monolithic bullet they make it's either i think it's 100 or 105 monolithic with a six mil <clears throat> he said that it turns it into a different animal you can shoot the bigger animals hit stuff on the point of the shoulder where it's a black bear or elk, and he's had really great luck because a lot of these um, copper uh, outside uh, lead inside bullets are great, but if you, it's not an all-around bullet for close-range animals like bear hunting. A lot of the black bear outfitters, uh, grizzly outfitters, cringe when a guy shows up with a 1,000-yard gun and tries to shoot stuff in the bush on a bait pile at close range. And so that if you want to do that, you can take some of these. One of my buddies in BC, he shoots an 85-grain barns out of his 243, and he's killed dozens of deer with that. And he says it'll almost always exit. And when I went to Africa, I shot probably 80, 90 animals with the 22250 250 with a 55-grain barn. So you can, with the right bullet, get a lot of work done. And uh, you can shoot some big animals, um, even with a six or even a 22250, 250 It's all in the bullet and all in the bullets. If you're especially a good shooter, a really good shooter who's going to pick his shots, can easily shoot almost anything. Uh, in North America, outside of the big bears and stuff with the six creed
2: you can't have a best caliber and best cartridge without having the appropriate bullet conversation. Can well,
0: and I, well, I will tell you this so if you if you say a sixth creed more, and um, like like you did, one of the things I heard earlier that I, I've taken away from this personally listening to you guys because phenomenal, phenomenal. I, 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 I it's, it's amazing, it makes my head swim a little bit, but phenomenal, Brian. You said. That with that 6.5 you had 25 years ago. You did, you were yeah, the six twenty. Sixth, 20 in
1: 2000, 2000 or 2001
0: with it. Okay, so you were a 6.5 cool before 6.5 was cool, right? Yeah. Kind of like, uh, what was her Nobody name? Nobody else Mar- had Barbara one. Barbara Mandrell, right? So anyway, um, no one else had one. What I heard you say, though, to make it work for what you did, is you had two different bullets that you ran through that rifle for what you did and I thought that that was smart because you know what killed and what you wanted to use it for and so you had a go-to rifle that you had two different uh two different
1: ammunition Ammon- well, and, and that was of that and that was back before we had laser rangefinders so right. shooting a 120 bullet with a BC of close to point eh, high fours maybe point 5 that it went at 3280 I mean, out to 400 yards, I did a 300-yard zero. I was 6 to 7 inches low at 400, maybe 8, depending on the elevation. I was uh, 3.8 inches high at uh, 175 yards. I was 2.9 at 100. I know all this stuff. And so I knew exactly out to 400 yards what I had to do. At 500 yards, I was 20 to 21 inches low. We had no range
0: finders. Yeah, but you had I memorized all the stuff. See, that's the magic, though, and that—that—that's—that's that's what I hope we're getting across right now to you sitting there, listening to this. Is that, that I know that gun perfect. Right. That's the magic. It's the magic of two things. One, trusting it and knowing <coughs> knowing what that bullet you're sending out at the end of the barrel will do. And 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 so if you dial, you trust it. Your brain's behind it. Everything's working. You knew it. You had a system that works for you. My encouragement would be get a system and make it work for you and the only way you can do that is like you said the last episode get the trigger time in shoot the rifle
1: well that gun i took that i mean the reason that gun shot the barrel out i used it for everything i went prairie dog hunting with it and uh i shot at on average i think the average range was 398 i shot seven prairie dogs with four
2: bullets see i did i did this
1: i shot four kangaroos perfect one shot kills at between 502 and 512 (laughs) And and then I shot the top of the head off one at like 760. You know, I mean, I was trying to shoot it a little bit lower, but I said it might be a little bit farther, it might be a little closer, I'm going to hold it to hit it from this range to this range. And I mean, so that gun with a 3-10 to Swarovski and a little piece of athletic tape for my uh, MOA dial that's all I used, and that was good. The furthest I shot an animal was 773 with that gun.
2: You made a BDC with athletic tape?
1: I did. Does it look like that one right there? <laughs> yeah, uh, but it worked well. I mean, a Swarovski 3-10 to had a little, you could pull it up and zero, stop it back on zero, and I had a 300-yard zero, and that gun, I shot everything that moved. I've shot hundreds and hundreds of animals with that yeah. gun, and That's the barrel cool. was fire-tracked did you, and ruined. Did you eat
2: kangaroo? Uh,
1: we have, is but that good? wasn't the reason for
2: doing it. No, 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 but is it good? That's uh, actually pretty good.
0: Huh. I'd, I'd probably try that. I, I I normally don't eat things that eat meat. You know what I'm saying? I'm, kangaroos Ports don't eat as meat. Far as Mm, that's why that's why i said i'd try it i said i'd try oh, yeah it.
2: I, I said i try <laughs> it i, I, I said the, i
0: usually don't eat things that eat meat like mountain lions and stuff like that i give that to granny smith down the corner that has a house full of cats that loves eat cats I mean, mountain lion jerky is know, actually really good, mm, good for you Glad but, had but you know it. but
2: i drew the line at whale blubber at that time in alaska see remember? see
0: there you go you, you you'll eat a cat that eats meat and rotten rank stuff and something that did eats, you brilliant. Did it. you? I did. You know that. You were there. I did tried you, I don't it. remember you mm-hmm. eating it. I did. And it was the worst rotten liver tasting did crap you puke? that I've... Uh, did you go... I gagged. Like it. you do? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I gagged, yes. And if you've watched our television shows or any of our videos, you know that I can gag. And yes, I g- It was terrible. It was rancid. You you chicken wouldn't even try it. No. I Why didn't would want, you eat it? I didn't want to offend my Eskimo whale? friends. I tried their whale blabber. And they laughed at me because my face, they'd never seen a giant white guy with a face like that before. So, oh, well, it was what it was. So in one minute, in one minute, you had to pick up a rifle today and we were going to run out and shoot a mule deer. What would it be? One minute.
1: The seven meg that I have right now.
0: What caliber? Or not caliber. what, What bullet?
1: um 175 acubon long range or a 180 eld match right now
2: um probably for
1: a mule there
0: perfect brad same question
2: uh i would take either my 7 mag or my 7 short mag and right now they are both loaded with the same bullet which does not uh, it's not my favorite bullet but it's a 180 eldm if i had my favorite bullet it'd probably be a 180 vld or the hybrid target from burger
0: and I don't know any of all that because they tell me what to shoot. But I would shoot uh, ELDM, ELDX, ELD... Uh, um, I would shoot a 108, 6 millimeter Hornaday, boom. ELD match. ELD match. ELDM, I didn't know that one. So that would have been a lie. Listen, thanks. Thanks for plugging in today. I hope this helped you. We all hope this helped you. Remember Hunt the World Tuesday and Friday nights, 7 Mountain Time. 7 Mountain Time Tuesday and Friday nights we do a slideshow with an outfitter or a member that's hunted all over with one of our outfitters some uh, and in places that we help people with in a vetted adventure for you to watch. It's an amazing thing uh, to experience. We answer questions from them. It's 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 uh, we get questions answered from them. It's an amazing event. 314-896 68543148966854 on Zoom go to zoom.com zoom. or zoomus.com yeah, yeah that's zoom, easy zoom.us zoom.
1: or zoom.com it there you automatically go. Zoom. defaults to zoom. Just US. ask
0: Dr Google where Zoom zoom, zoom. 3148966854 7 p.m. mountain time on Tuesdays and Fridays hunt the world thanks for coming into our hunt the world podcast You're in our world today, and these guys did a phenomenal job. Thank you again. (laughs) Have a safe week.